Welcome to Almost Here, Round the Corner of Future Technology Podcasts with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used, or just around the corner, from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Hello, this is Richard Jacobs with the Future Tech Podcast. My guest is uh, Ben Hindman. He's the CEO and founder of a company called Splash. Their website is splashthat.com. Ben, how are you today? What's going on, Rich? Yeah, not much. Just podcasting with you. But uh, so tell me about uh, Splash. What's the premise of the company? Sure. So uh, over here at Splash, again, splashthat.com, if you want to check it out online. We, uh, we've built a pretty sophisticated uh, event marketing software. We call it Event Automation. The idea behind it is that we are uh, really trying to create more predictability uh, and kind of more, candidly, more revenue out of uh, what, what is you know, traditionally a very serendipitous occasion, which are, are business events. Um, you know, we, we built a, a whole suite of tools to drive in-person marketing, as we call it, and it's, it's fully integrated into your, your suite if, if you're using other pieces of technologies or other CRM. So that's what we do here. Yeah, I've put on events myself. So, um, you know, one side kind is of getting people interested. Any good ones? Um, yeah, on uh, on cryptocurrency, uh, beginning of uh, this year. So, but but it was it wasn't easy, you know. So it, we had to get people to buy tickets and come. We had to get them interested. We had to get speakers. It's the hardest thing, man. It's so hard. Yeah. It is. It is. You know, event planners, event marketers. They are. Oh man, they are truly my heroes. They, these people, and you know, I'm I'm one myself. I throw a ton of events. It, it's just, it takes so much time, so much energy, but also it takes, you know, a, a lot of emotional investment. You got to get people really excited about something. Uh, and, and so yeah, exactly. you know, we, we see, we see the industry changing a lot and that's why we're building the technology that we're building. Well, that's what I want to ask you. So what, what aspect of the events does the software help you with? You know, if it helps you with everything, that's great. But, you know, can you break down like what specific things does it help you with and how? Sure. So, you know, I mean, like at, at a core level, we believe that, you know, the, the, the Biggest ingredient in terms of planning an event and planning a great and a meaningful event is getting the right people in the room. So to get the right people in the room, um, we've built uh, invitation software. Uh, we built a beautiful landing page and registration experience. Uh, we built uh, the ability to send you know a cadence of reminders and automated emails, as well as all the kind of push and promotion uh, that, and kind of really designing up and making all that look very on brand as, as you hit all the different channels of promotion and, and communication with your attendees. And then on site, we have uh, uh, you know, a check-in app that, that actually pings people in the room, like your sales lead saying, hey, somebody just showed up, uh, but also kind of connects with badge printing, uh, a guest app, uh, as well as all the post-event follow-up. So you know, it really, it's an end-to-end marketing experience. Uh, certainly, we, we, we're used for lots of workflow of an event, um, but, you know, mm-hmm. traditionally, uh, as I said, it's, it's all the stuff that drives the right people into the room. Because I guess you know, the most important thing I can say here is that it's not usually for, for our clients, at least, it's not the most people in the room. It's the right people in the room that matter. So that's, that's what we do. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. So how, um, how should your software be used versus how is it being used by companies? Is there any disconnect there? Mm-hmm. Do you wish that... You know, you have 35 features, let's say, do you wish that they would use these more than the others? They're, you know, they're not optimizing it as best as they should. Like, what's your 
What's that look like? What a great question. Or they use I, it right? I mean, that's like my favorite question I think I've ever been asked on any podcast. I'm telling you, man. That was a great question. Oh. Cool. Um, well, oh, where to begin? You know, I think it, the one that really comes to mind is that people believe that design is just kind of table stakes or just kind of as easy, I, I suppose. I think the thing that I wish more companies did, and certainly there's a lot of companies that do this with Flash, uh, you know, but I wish more companies uh, really tagged in their designer in a significant way. I mean, our CMS is meant to be infinitely flexible. It's so, it's, it's meant to be like so on brand that it never even close to feels like Splash. And while, you know, that's a great thought, if you're not tagging in your designer and really getting them in the mix, uh, you know, you're going to be using our defaults, right? And you're going to be using the things that we, that does look a little bit like Splash. And so, you know, yeah. I really wish our clients, uh, or let's just say, you know, many of our clients that aren't using their designers in a significant way, I really wish they were because, you know, our, our design capabilities are second to none. Well, um, given that, have you made a suite of tools to help someone's designer so that they, you know, is there any way you can take some of the legwork out of uh, the designs of all these things? I guess templates would probably help. They could just, you know, put in their, uh, their tweaks in them, but have you designed sure. the software in that way that helps people? Well, I would say so. You know, look, I think our, our themes are a great beginning and we, we offer the ability to start from scratch or to start with one of our custom uh, made themes, which really kind of, yes, give you the right answer when you begin. Um, but look, you know, and certainly, you know, we have great, you know, uh, integrations with um, stock footage, right? So, but like nice stuff like out of Unsplash or with Giphy. So you can pull in really nice content. Um, and we even have a great default when it comes to copy. So look, I, I think I'm, you know, I'm leading the, the horse to water. Uh, you know, right. if not that, then we also have an education team and a training team that really, you know, gets you off your feet and you know, teaches you the software. We have a whole LMS course if you wanted to learn how to design better pages. We also produce content. We also throw out, you know, Hall of Fame pages. Um, so like the best pages so you can get some inspiration. So net, net, look, I, I definitely we can always be doing more to explain, you know, uh, how to design a great end-to-end -end event experience or a guest flow. I have no doubt we could kind of level that up. Um, yeah. But I, what I, I, you know, to answer your question, I still nevertheless, you know, you got to have a great designer on staff. I think that's, or at least involve your designer uh, in kind of the creation of these templates in a significant way and iterate with that designer. Um, no matter how good of an answer we can provide, nothing replaces your brand voice. And I think that's an important thought that as you, uh, to answer your, your original question about, you know, okay. what's the delta between what I want and what is happening. Yeah, and also something you said earlier, you know, you want the right people at your event, hordes of people. So do you see that people that use the software, they're like as many people to come as possible or are they, do they have the sure. right focus? Like they're trying to identify certain people to come. Well, that's a really good question as well. I think what you're what you're alluding to is like, what are the use cases of our software, and are those always like yeah. totally deliberate? Um, and you know, the answer is no. They're not always totally deliberate. We have a lot of ticketed events, a lot of um, what I would say like festivals. Uh, we have a lot of field marketing events that you know. I'd say we're about a year away from really nailing that part of the software. Um, but so it's cool to see where the, where the users lead it, all right? We have a freemium product. So anyone right now could sign up and host, you know, their bar mitzvah or their birthday party on it. Um, but nevertheless, we don't necessarily architect it for the perfect bar mitzvah. Um, so yeah, right. it's, 
it's, it's a blessing and a curse to have such a large user base uh, who are experimenting and trying things out um, it gives a lot of interesting insight into where the market is going, but it also, as I think you're alluding to, makes it challenging to build for that or to educate or organize around that. Yeah, so I mean, you know, since you have a wide user base, the advice you'll give, or I'm, I'm going to ask you for, you know, I know it, you don't want it to be too generic, but maybe for a couple of silos, what kind of advice can you give? Let's say I want to put on a corporate event versus a, um, you know, like a party or a bar mitzvah versus uh, a trade show. Any advice mm. for those three types of scenarios that would help people wow. using your platform? What a great question again, but this is a harder question than in the past. My, my best advice uh, for kind of our best use case, I think is firstly understanding the intention of your event and defining what is the type of event you're throwing. So um, mostly what our product is used for are events where you're trying to get the right people in the room. And typically they're either recruits or their sales targets or existing clients, people that you're trying to sell things to or engage with. And often that means that you need to conv convince them to come to the event. And so what I strongly recommend is really thinking about every minute before the event as, as an opportunity to convince them to attend. And by the way, that's even a really important thing to think about during after they've RSVP'd. Sometimes people, I mean, actually we know about three quarters of the people that RSVP don't attend. And so even after they've RSVP'd, how do you convince them to actually show up? Uh, and, and the way to do that is to plan out a, a, a thoughtful cadence leading up to the event. And I often will say that, you know, you want to personalize that cadence. You want to think about who you are prioritizing so that you can create very, um, actually, you know, actually reach out with custom personal, personalized reach out. Um, mm. What else do you want to do? You want to make it urgent. You want to show that many other people are to create some social clout to show that many other people are also attending. Um, you know, you really have to kind of drive home the fact that this is worth their time and even ask directly for a commitment is actually a pretty strong move. So I guess net net, I would really recommend thinking through that entire cadence. Um, and what's cool about our software is it helps you do that, it helps you save that and helps you automate it. It helps you iterate on it after you're finished thinking it all the way through and after you've even tested it out. Um, so that's, that's really what our software does is help you kind of own and hone that cadence of convincing people to attend. Yeah, so does it offer suggestions that are timed? You know, let's say like uh, I'm going to throw a uh, Christmas party, you know, and uh, I use your software and I put yeah. in the date of the Christmas party. Will it say to me like three weeks out, hey, Now's a good time to remind the guests that you're going to have pumpkin pie, you know, let them know so they'll be excited to come. Or now's the time to let them know it's one week out, remind them so they don't forget and tell them there's free parking on the street or something, or that kind of thing. Yeah, that's a, that's a great uh, example of something you can do with our product that we see a lot of our clients do. That's exactly right. Okay. Well, that's good. Um, do you yeah. see that uh, people need help in doing their events successfully? Like, are they a mess? or they're pretty good and this just makes them better? Like in what state do your clients come to you when they use your software? So when clients come to us, we find that there's a varying range of sophistication on how to automate, how to operationalize, uh, how to even produce the event in their event program. Um, I would say right now, about a quarter of the clients that show up on our doorstep, ready to sign for their piece of software and begin their journey with Flash, about a quarter of them are what I would call sophisticated. I would say about three quarters of them are somewhere in between 
totally new and um, beginning their journey of event sophistication and, and optimization. Uh, and so really, you know, at the very early stages, we, we try to do a deep discovery as to like, where are you at? You know, what, what have you automated? What have you operationalized in your business? Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, where do we potentially need to bridge that gap? Uh, you know, it's, it's been a really interesting experience for me because the, the industry is actually super huge and super old. I mean, we were talking about uh, a, a, an industry where we we're talking about $565 billion industry and events have been thrown since the dawn of time. But as such, you know, people aren't always as sophisticated with the newest technology around it. And, you know, often people just kind of assume that they're not predictable or assume that they can't be digitized. Um, and so they don't invest in it. And whereas, you know, you've seen kind of paid advertisement or, you know, digital marketing, um, video marketing, it's a, a little more formed in this digital era than even events. Um, I think we are in the dawn of, of a new era here. Uh, I'm very excited about, you know, being able to be building tech in 2018 for events. Uh, but it's, it's often an uphill battle. Anything you're seeing that um, is a really cool way to remind people that seems to work really well, you know, like uh, text messages, uh, really effective, or just emails, or you know, just a continual reminder schedule using different media. Any anything you recommend that you see really works well? Certainly, all of the above is great. Um, I, I think that the best stuff that I am seeing is very ultra specific, and usually it has to do with who else is attending or speaking. Those are the messages that actually get the highest click-through rate, uh, the digital display ads that actually drive the most value. And if you can create an automated outbound email from your sales team, encouraging them to come to meet or see X person, that's where you're gonna see just the best outcome, the best conversion. Um, But you know, I, I would say that just kind of Thinking about that cadence again, just really thinking it through. What is all of the lead up cadence to your event? Um, we see that frequency and urgency are two really important things to focus on as you think about reminding and driving attendance. So I highly recommend focusing on those things. Okay, then um, maybe an example. Like what's the most audacious event you've ever seen put on? You know, and what happened and what were some of the metrics? Yeah, well, I don't know the metrics actually. Oh. Back in the day. So this, I, I'd say my event is, I, I, the events I throw are the most audacious. One time I threw a mystery flyaway to Jamaica with uh, 150 tastemakers, members of the press, and sweepstakes winners. They landed in Montego Bay. They didn't know where they were going. And after getting off the plane, they had uh, two and a half days of experiencing Jamaica with crazy parties, one of which... Uh, ended up in a off-Broadway play called The Junket and a book also by the same title. So, yeah, I'd say that was probably the craziest event I've ever seen and thrown. I guess uh, to be invited to one of your events would be a really cool thing, it sounds like. Hey, you know, I do my best out here. Do my best. (laughs) Very cool. Excellent. So um, what kind of events, uh, you know, your software can work with all kinds of events. Um, Are there certain kinds that it's more amenable to and certain ones maybe that are more fringe or it could be anything. I mean, what do you recommend for people listening that want to put on an event, you know, uh, they're considering your software, what's the first step or, you know, are they in the right, are they throwing the right kind of party for instance? Sure. For events? Well, look, I think a, a really good question to ask whenever you're beginning the process of thinking through your event program is why does our business throw events? 
And to ask it in that way, you know, what is the business reason for you to throw events? Uh, you know, is it some percentage net new? Is it some percentage existing? Is it some percentage brand and impressions? Is it some percentage uh, getting your team excited? Is it some percentage recruitment? What are you, you know, what is the goal here? What is the intention here? Candidly, once you start there, if there is a goal, if there is an outcome that is measurable, that is the type of event that I think we do really well with. I would say that, you know, if, if you want to throw a kind of birthday party or, or something that is a little bit more personal or kind of blue sky, you've got a great piece of software and you can use it for that and it'll make your event look super duper awesome. I have no doubt. Um, but that's not going to be the full value of our suite. And I would say that kind of, you know, ROI. If you got ROI and you got intention behind that and purpose behind it, uh, we got a hell of a piece of product for you. How powerful are events, you know, either at the corporate events or a party or, you know, I don't know, a meet and greet, whatever it is. Like, what have you seen it do for businesses and brands? Oh, man. I mean, so I can answer that question in many ways. Uh, you know, the data-oriented way, um, kind of do events drive value? We've just run a Harvard Business Review study, which would indicate some over 75% of the marketers who answered said that it was their most effective marketing channel. Not their most efficient always. Sometimes, you know, events are expensive, but it is the most effective. So there is a numbers uh, answer to what you just said. There's also certainly an anecdotal answer. I mean, I've, I've overseen the creation and deployment of millions now of events on our platform and personally. Um, Heck, man, I've seen people get married after events. I've seen million-dollar deals get signed at events. I've seen people be hired at events. I've seen people be fired at events. <laughs> I've seen teams come together. I've seen startup ideas happen at events. Um, man, I, it, it's hard to think of a thing that I haven't seen happen as a result of an event. And, you know, for that reason, I'm obsessed with the concept of ritual, of ceremony, of gathering. Uh, obsessed with the idea of of people creating memories together of kind of the social psychology and the focus that it takes to to build and to host and to experience uh, a great event. Look, these aren't just events; these are these are culminations of our business, right? These are these are launches. These these are kind of the celebrations of what we are doing as as any organization. And the end results of them, in a lot of ways, are hard to calculate. But that's, that's the work that we're doing over here. We're trying to make them more predictable. So in a word, I've seen a lot happen from events. And uh, I've dedicated my right. life to it. It's been, it's been my life's work so far. Yeah, that's great. Um, you know, it, uh, everyone talks about us being in a digital age and everyone's face is, like, buried in their cell phone. And, you know, people are texting and all this other stuff. Um, so to me, it seems like physical presence and an event is super important because it's now so different from how a lot of people interact. I guess I think people really crave physical interaction in person. But what's your perspective on it? What do you see? Uh, is it super important nowadays, or what do you think? The highest rates of depression, uh, the highest rates of loneliness. Um, and we're also in an era of software and, and, and big ticket purchases, technology purchases especially. But we're in an era where, where business relies on trust as well as an, in an era where people rely on in-person interactions to give them happiness. Um, yeah, I, I think we are in a time where, uh, you know, we're in, in the era of the highest depression rates, suicide rates, loneliness rates that, that we've ever seen. And a lot of it has been attributed to the kind of online uh, 
uh, community, online presence uh, of so many of our youth and, and people who are graduating college and, and, and you know, professionals today. It, it's a really scary time, really, for technology. And for that reason, as you can tell, I'm really passionate about the in-person experience. I think it creates uh, more focus, you know, in a moment, it gets people to pick their heads up and really look and listen and really dial into what is happening. It brings them into the now. And it also creates, a, a, you know, a, an opportunity to, to build trust between people who either work together or who want to work together. And, you know, as we take on these huge problems, these huge business problems, as well as these huge national and world problems, uh, we're gonna need to focus and we're gonna need to cooperate and collaborate. And I've seen events work miracles in those arenas. So yeah, it's a really, really important time to be focused on real life. That's what we're doing. All right, well, that's great. So what's the best way for uh, organizations and people that you know want to put on events to get in touch? And you said it's a freemium sure. product. So where, where should they go to download it and check it out? You can just engaging? sign right up. So we're at splashthat.com. So splash like jumping in a pool and not this, but that. So splashthat.com. You can follow us on Twitter at splashthat. Or you can follow me on Twitter. I'm Benny.Events. And yeah, I would just go check it out. It's, it's a free product. If you want to just try it out for an event or several events, it kind of, you can use it for any event you want to throw. And then once you want to start to integrate and, and build out your data and operations, um, that's when we, we level you up to the, the enterprise, the business model. So I'd recommend just going to sign up. It's, it's, a, it's a hell of a piece of product we've built and it's only getting better. That's great. Well, Ben, thanks for coming. I appreciate you being on the podcast. Mish, really, thanks for the time. I really appreciate it. Thanks a lot. You have been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, post a review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. 